Ah, welcome back, welcome back. This is Dale with another podcast. I want to talk about the indictment and how the uh, political landscape is looking for the 2024 election. Uh, One thing we know is that uh, once again, the twice uh, impeached, twice indicted, Former President Trump has been indicted this week. Uh, Of course, he let everybody knew before the Justice Department actually confirmed. (laughs) I was actually watching uh, Joy Reid on MSNBC when it came through. He announced it and they was talking as if, okay, maybe he's telling the truth. Let's just assume he's telling the truth, but we hadn't confirmed. You know, it could be like he did the last time, you know, so eventually their team confirmed it. And boy, it was on the media just went crazy. But I agree for once. uh, Well, several times now, Romney, he's been speaking the truth. He released a statement uh, saying, uh, and I'll just give you a little snippet. He basically says, uh, you know, the government has to prove his case upon a reasonable doubt. And then he goes in to say, by all appearances, the Justice Department and special counsel have exercised due care, affording Mr. Trump the time and opportunity to avoid charges that would not generally have been afforded to others. Because we know if that was someone else, a regular person, a regular airman, a regular soldier or somebody with access like that, man, this case was would have been done. They wouldn't have held back. They, you know, it took a year before them to actually come and get those documents. So he jerked them around for that, that length of time. Basically, this is a making of his own. The whole thing is a making of his own. Basically, if he would accept the loss, that it, yeah, I mean, go through all the legal ramifications of it. You could talk your noise or what have you. But when it came to the courts, you lost and let it be. And then, you know, just started planning from that point on that, hey, I'm going to run in 2024. They wouldn't have got you on none of the Mueller uh, stuff uh, from the Russia stuff. They would have let that pass. They would have just said, we're moving on from that. They wouldn't have charged him with any of that. Uh, they probably, the states probably would have went on ahead and got him. You pay, he paid the fine to the state of New York. Okay. Uh, the, the, um, Allen Briggs stuff, uh, the New York case, uh, as serious as that was without the backdrop of the other investigations going on, I think they would have just let that one ride as well. Uh, and that would have been it. But his arrogance, his arrogance, even when he was on Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity trying to steer him. All right, let's okay, let's move on. No, 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 Sean. I had the right to grab that stuff. So the Justice Department is getting him from his inner circle, from all the things from his inner circle turning against him and his public uh, talks. So uh, he curated. Uh, the stuff that he wanted, uh, I think he wanted a payout from that stuff. He was looking for a payout. So I don't know if this guy got, he have access, uh, assets, sure. Probably a billion dollars worth, sure. But how much is it really leverage? How much is his cash flow? I don't care about the assets. You could be, 
you could be a millionaire for his assets wise. You can have a house that's you know worth five hundred thousand. You can have some land. You can have uh, cars. You know that'll total up. But how much is your cash flow? Is your cash flow is only two thousand a month? <laughs> is it only twenty five hundred? Do you have to borrow it to get that to pull out that million dollars? Do you have to sell all those assets? So it's one thing to be uh, asset rich. It's another where you can leverage things, and that's the point of it. Um, it's another thing to be liquidly rich, liquid rich, where you can literally go put your hands on a million dollars if you needed to and still be worth <laughs> over a million dollars. So that's the difference. So that's why everybody get the side eye with this guy. He's always on a new grift, always. But uh, going on to say, Romney says, Mr. Trump brought these charges upon himself by not only taking classified documents, but by refusing to simply return them when given numerous opportunities to do so. These allegations are serious and if proven will be consistent with his other actions offensive to the national interest, such as withholding defensive weapons from Ukraine for political risk, uh, reasons and failing to defend the capital from valid attack and insurrection. So that's Romney. I agree with that statement. I mean, the guy just, uh, like I say, the <laughs> the arrogance, the pride comes before the fall. You, I mean, self-inflicted, that just counter his brand at this point, always self-inflicted on everything. And so, and that's, that's just come from, hey, they're not going to touch me. I have privilege. They're not going to do this. I'm the president. I can do what I want, but you're not a king. And so deep down, those Republicans behind closed doors, just like Mitch McConnell and the rest of them, they say public stuff, but in the background, they saying, uh, yeah, let the Democrats handle him. Let the grim <laughs> Democrats take him to jail. Because you notice Mitch McConnell ain't really said nothing. You seen Kevin McCarthy, you know, he did his little dance. Uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, governor of Florida, he he keeps throwing shade by saying, when I'm president, I'm going to pardon Trump. Basically saying Trump going to need me when I'm the president and I'll pardon him for his criminal acts. That's basically what he's saying. Uh, but he's throwing shade at his, he's look like they all rubbing their hands to be this uh, second option. But for the most part, I'm with Christie. If you're not gonna attack him, if you're not gonna go after the uh, $2 billion that his uh, son-in-law and daughter got from the Saudis, the Republicans keep talking about some Hunter Biden got a million dollars from doing business in Ukraine, okay. But you're not gonna talk about the two billion. <laughs> like, okay, like, and that's what uh, Chris Christie is going after right now. And so, I mean, he remember he was a prosecutor and he know where he made a mistake at. And I guess uh, being a prosecutor, you do reflect on where you fell short the last time. The last time he got behind Trump and just went along with it, defending them to the T. And now, you know, it would have been nice if some of these guys would speak out in in live time to have these big platforms. Now, some of them did, uh, and we see what happened to uh, Cheney. She came off the board, uh, and some of them come off like when Trump denied them 
uh, uh, position or whatever, it do kind of seem kind of funny. Oh, now you're coming out. And, you know, and I, and I think she believes more into, uh, you know, the law of uh, uh, taking over the Capitol. So, you know, she took on that cause and she knew she lost. But nevertheless, she voted. As far as the ideology, they all agree on the same thing. Republicans agree on the same thing. Dissent is probably even probably even worse because uh, he looking to go after more cultural wars. Just just go uh, unconstitutional on all this stuff and look at Florida how it's starting to uh, shape out. It usually take a few years for you to uh, start to see the uh, results of different policies. But in this case, I, I like how the uh hispanics did they like okay all right we we doing this this is how we doing we're not gonna march we're not protesting we're not giving you the satisfaction we're just gonna walk off the jobs we're gonna go to other states you know uh that welcome us we're not gonna play this game oh you the good guys we just trying to keep out the other ones but y'all are good so they they band together left more power to them and so Needless to say, Trump, remember, he can run from jail if he basically he got two more potential uh, indictments coming. One, I feel pretty sure, like 90 percent that they're going to bring one in Georgia. And then I feel like the J6, I don't know, they might have more evidence in the background. I know the committee uh, sent over. uh a petition to indict, but that's up to the Justice Department. One thing I do like about Jack Smith, he wasn't playing around. He wasn't like, okay, let me weigh this. Like, uh, Attorney General, he's kind of like, I think he, he get paralyzed in weighing when it comes to the higher-ups. But now the foot soldiers, he's on it. Stuff like that. But when it comes to, like, Trump and some of these other higher-ups, seem like he's he's you know, paralyzing himself way in too much. Okay, if I do this, you know, it's going to look, don't want it to look like we're coming out after him because President Biden is in office and he's taking care of the enemy. You know, uh, that seemed like he just on a slower track. And to me, Stalin is, and I could totally be wrong, but Stalin is when you say, oh, there's something else. Okay, we're going to investigate that. And it's just, we're going to investigate that. You got enough right now that they could have probably already charged him. And I think, looking back, this special prosecution should have been in. Like, all what's happening now should have been happening last year this time. This Everything should have been, came to a close last summer. And, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh take your time because i and i know from the flip side if you gonna go ahead and indict you gotta have your case uh tight you don't want to go in there and half it didn't really do look bad on you so uh and that's another reason why they having it in florida uh they didn't want to have it in dc and they get tossed out because that's not where the crime potential crime happened it happened in florida so he will have that same Right now, the judge that was monkeying around with the other case uh, when they bought the documents in and she wanted the documents to be, uh, you know, 
she was stalling the process and then they had to appeal her decision. Uh, the circuit court, you know, basically, you know, scorned her, you know, throughout her decisions and what have. So she's back on the case. So we'll see how this thing shakes out. Uh, but politically wise, all those candidates, they in the background cheering. Uh, yeah. But then they come out with these public, uh, talking points. Oh, what a travesty. What a dark day in America. Yeah. It's a dark day that a former president is, uh, potentially selling, uh, classified information and, and showing and won't give it back. Yeah. That's, that's the dark day. Unlike. President Biden and Pence, Vice President Pence, they basically said, hey, man, you come get what you need, man. I, I don't want this stuff. I, I didn't know if he was, it was here. That's the difference in intent. This guy was curating nuclear secrets and everything. So, uh, but nevertheless, uh, we also had Dr. Cornell West says he's jumping in the presidential race. How serious is he? Um, I think he probably just want to get issues on the table. But my thing is, you know, he took a hit under the uh, Obama administration when he came after Obama for personal issues, it seemed, because, you know, he was like, man, I promoted you and I ain't get a thing. You know, it was OK. All right. We get it. Uh, but he, he took a hit for that because people like, oh, okay. All right. We get it. <laughs> he said he didn't get a thank you. Okay. The president should have gave him a thank you. Probably should invite him into the white house or what have you. But, uh, he's running for the people's party. He's running on that platform. And oftentimes people say, man, we need a multi-party system. I'm sick of this two party system. But, Thanks to Roland Martin, he sparked me to go look this up. We actually have 209 parties in the U.S. 209. Uh, when you go state by state, because elections is ran by the states and counties. So 102 of them, the Democrats and Republicans occupy. So the Democrats and Republicans are on all 50 state ballots and they're on uh local federal and statewide they just have the money to uh be on all ballots state and local uh and they are seated in the american uh, psyche as well but there's 209 parties the next party is the Libertarian Party. They are in 33 states. They usually, here in Georgia, they usually reddish to maybe 1% one, 1 to 4% on any given statewide election for governor or what have you, or even presidential election. Sometimes they don't even register. But uh, in a few cases, uh, they might have, uh, I can't remember... Uh, but looking back for the Senate position, uh, Senator Alsoff seemed like the, um, the libertarian might have helped him. I can't remember, but seemed like 
the Libertarian Party helped him to get that runoff so we can run again. But I can't remember, but it seemed like they kind of throw a, a monkey wrench in there sometimes. But they usually get 1% of the vote here in Georgia. But they are in 33 states. The Green Party is after them. They are in 17 states. And then you have the Constitution Party, which is in 12 states. So a lot of times it's hard to, you know, one thing Democrats and Republicans, uh, their platforms are usually opposed to each other, except kind of on the foreign policy. They kind of both keep the same foreign policy. They don't waver too much on that. But when another party try to come in there in the states or local level, they kind of band together and come up with rules to make it almost impossible for a new party to enter. Uh, a lot of times you had to have so many signatures, uh, so much money, examples to uh, enter on the state's party uh, ballots and what have you. And then... Uh, according to Roland Martin, the People's Party, which is Dr. West's party, was in three. But I was only able to find where they was on one ballot. Now, it could have been updated since. And that was in Florida. So the People's Party is only have access in Florida. So, you know, Dr. West, he want to, you know, uplift or get his uh, talking points out or get issues on the table. A, a prime example of who did that and did it effectively that probably almost got the nomination was Bernie Sanders. And he knew that in 2016, and it, it might have hurt, some think it hurt uh, Secretary Clinton at the time and wounded her in that debate. But her being independent, him him being independent, he knew that there's, you know, really no money or an independent base to get you over the hump by itself. We saw billionaires try it. It just don't happen. And so he ran as a Democrat, not thinking he was going to catch fire like that uh, in 2016, but he did. And so running as a Democrat, he, he caucused with them. He pretty much vote was them but he's independent of the party so he can do what he want but uh he ran as a democrat and um came pretty close <laughs> to getting that nomination came pretty close in 2020 but what happened was the democrats is just a smarter party they all band together they say okay biden won south carolina uh the south is what's going to determine who's the uh uh, nominee, we don't want an independent. That's just self-preservation. Yes, he caucused with us, but he not he didn't say he's one of us. So yeah, we want our Democratic nominee to be Biden. So we're gonna all resign or <laughs> suspend our candidacy, and we're gonna get behind Biden. And that's what they did in twenty twenty. Whereas in twenty sixteen. They fought to the duel on the Republican side and let Trump slide with his base of 30, 35 to 40 percent. And he just kept winning, winning, winning. And some of those are marginal wins uh, where even if he lost, he still took uh, some of the uh, delegates.
till he till it was like too late. <laughs> uh, so uh, the People's Party they have one platform. I wish he would have. I know he's a far lefty, but I wish he would have just got on the Republican platform and said he he declared. But which probably would have caused you know he would have to change his affiliation probably you know maybe a couple of years back. But he should have started that back then because being on the Democratic uh, Party, there's not going to be a, uh, you know, a, a debate with President Biden. You just don't give up that leverage when you the president, the incumbent. You're not going to get just like Trump didn't give up that leverage when he had people run against him. You're just not going to give up that leverage. You don't have no debate people like it or not that's just how it is uh they they're not gonna give up that the power of incumbency because you can wound your uh leader going into the election just like in what 79 you know uh jimmy carter uh once again uh debating the kennedy uh what's his name i forgot his name but one of the Kennedys, Senator Kennedy, uh, and that wounded him going into that election in 1980. Ronald Reagan, you know, I was a youngster, but I'm just reading back, looking back at uh, when that, when you do let that come in, uh, and sometimes having a independent, like in uh, what was that, 19, uh, uh, when Clinton ran, was it 92? When you had the billionaire independent came in the race and he siphoned off those Bush uh, votes and that was enough for Clinton to win. The same thing happened to Al Gore when uh, Ray Nader ran, siphoned off those votes in Florida. Same thing happened in 2016. The Green Party, uh, Libertarian Party siphoned off enough votes that you know you wound so uh that's why i wish dr west would have ran as a republican he could have got on a debate stage and and went on went against those uh you know went against those other ideologies on the stage uh but nevertheless i think he just wants attention to be able to go out and talk about it marion wilson she williams Williamson, she went out. She's a Democrat. You're not. He's not finna debate her. So she ran in twenty twenty as well, and uh, people didn't take her serious, and they kind of don't take her serious now. Some people do, but not not many people take her serious. Um, just uh, looking at you know, people do. There are people that want different options out there, but the thing is, when you have these primaries, the brand that people, their people going to come out that's going to get behind them. Biden, he still was a branded VP who was loyal to President Obama. He got rewarded for that in South Carolina. But if your people don't come out and you're trying to run against him, you got to, okay, how can I, you know, enter into his base or come out? Okay, if he's going to have, you know, 
a hundred thousand folks come out for him. I got to figure out how I can get a hundred and fifty thousand folks. And so you got to canvas those areas, but people don't vote in those primaries. And then when it come down to uh, the general, they're like, well, where did these two choices come from? I didn't want those two. Well, you didn't participate in the primary. So needless to say, I think um, I just want people to remember Trump. Can, there's nothing that's excluding him that he can't run from jail. Um the evidence that I was, it's kind of damning. I don't know if he could get out of it. 34 counts. Uh, it's it's kind of tough. <laughs> so I'm thinking a few of them going to stick. So I don't know what time he gets. Does he get uh, uh, nailed to the house? <laughs> you know, in-house jail, you know, depending on who the judge, they might suspend all the time that he probably would get and maybe put him on house arrest or something. Pay a big fine, you know. He that's why he put those people on the um, on the judgeship, so he can get those favors later. So I don't know. I I can see him still getting the nomination, but I can see him still losing big, bigger this time because one, people don't like rematches. I hadn't seen in recent history where a rematch of a position, whether it's governor, mayor, or whatever, where the opponent lost the first time and then won the second time. Usually they get dragged the second time uh, and it just crossed the board. So we'll see, but I will leave it here. Um, <laughs> I will leave it here and until next time. Thanks.